0: Hi from New York it's Ask an Engineer. Hey
1: everybody and welcome to Ask an Engineer. It's me Lady Ada the engineer with me Mr. Lady Ada. We're broadcasting from downtown Manhattan in the secret Adafruit headquarters. Uh where we do all of our prototyping and development. Uh we'll be back in the factory soon but uh as schedule allows it. We are there every day but we'll be broadcasting. We're there
0: but we're doing the shows from our other location. That's right. Green screens. I don't know if you can tell. Um, sure. I we can got go a big, awesome show tonight. I we do. just did the show and tell. Super jazzed about it. There was a lot of cool people came by and showed some cool projects. But uh, we're here for the next hour or so, and we're gonna kick off some engineering, some art, some electronics, some fun. Make you think. Make you share.
1: Tell them what's on tonight's show. With on tonight's
0: show, we're celebrating International Women's Day. Yay! It's Women's Day today. Ten percent off in the Adafruit store, all the way up to. 59 p.m. Eastern Time, use it or lose it, get anything that's in stock, 10% off. You know you want to do it. Um, you want to support a woman-owned company? That's yeah, it. Yeah, all month long. Yeah. Uh, we're also doing Women's History Month, but um, I think we're the only open source electronics company that's woman-owned, so spend a buck or two, it helps us pay our team and do all the things that we want to do, like these shows. Talk about our live series of shows, Ludic, Chantel, we just wrapped that up. Desk of Lady Ada. We do that on Sundays, including Great Search. Lady Ada will talk about what was on the show. JP's product pick of the week. We'll have a little bit of a recap from this week. Time travel. A lot of cool news. Looking around in the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers. From the mailbag, real cool special one this week. Help wanted. Um, we did some changes on how we're posting jobs and more. I went over that last week, but I'll talk about that again. And we have a gigantic retro tech section because it is Marchintosh, entire month of celebrating Retro Mac stuff. We'll show some of our collection and more that we've been posting around on the internet, including our newly dusted off Tumblr. We'll talk about that. Some advanced manufacturing made in New York City, our factory footage, some 3D printing, some INMPI. This week it is menda We'll do some top secret. We have some cool stuff there, some new products. We answer your questions. We can only do that on Discord. Well, we can do it other places, but it's just easier for us. So info.it slash Discord, stop by, ask your questions. We'll do them throughout the show, but ideally just hang on to them to the end. We'll get to all of them. All that and more on You Guessed It. Duh, 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 duh
1: ask an engineer
0: ask an engineer we should do a song for that <laughs> okay lady ada in addition to that cool code wednesday people get free stuff when they add it to their cart. what do they get
1: well and it's, it's gonna change it's- soon so uh this is kind of like the last day that we're gonna have these exact giveaways uh we still got 99 or more the half-sized perma proto breadboard great for taking your subtlest projects and making them solder full 149 or more we're still giving away the kb2040 it's an rp2040 based board with stemiqt and buttons castellated pads USB C, and it's pro micro pinout compatible so it's great for all sorts of microcontroller projects <laughs> that want a little bit of boost in power boost for thirty 324 what else up to 2040. 199 or more you get free ups ground shipping in the content the united states and this might be the last week for last a
0: bit week that we have the free. micro bits
1: i'll tell you why though so we're getting back to circuit playground expresses which yeah. we'll talk about later
0: next week when you buy stuff you'll get one of these bam but this week when this you week. buy stuff you can get one of these why
1: because we didn't have time to swap them out <laughs> <laughs>
0: because well we've, got- we've been waiting for microchip samd processors for like two years so they came in yeah. well, that just means we're retiring out this freebie so that's right use the code use it or lose it get the stuff freebies celebrate my seven buck or two okay uh we do a bunch of live shows do them every week The live show that we just did, good to be back. We had um, the team do the co hosting and hosting. Thank you. Chantel is kind of one of my favorite half hours of the week because we get to connect with makers in the community. Uh, Jay stopped by, we had folks on our team who stopped by. Um, and then, if you watch the whole thing all the way through, I'm not his big favorite product, but uh, uh, project. But um, Delchi stopped by and made the floppy disk
2: Yay. Uh, with the
0: display on it, and then talked about some future projects. They were all really
2: good projects. Now you're saying it's actually
1: neat to see people build this because it's like, wow, the instructions and code work. Like it's one thing to build yeah. one; it's very hard for other people yeah. to build it.
0: I think that there's probably. Um, similarities when you're someone who makes something for others to make, like the delight someone gets when they make your recipe and they taste it. Like it was tasty. And they not only tasted and they liked the recipe, but they um, shared it with important people in their life. And I think that's neat when you can make something, um, you know, all of our team, they take the things in their head and some of it's 3d printed, some of it's code. It all comes together and the uh, floppy disk thing is neat i was talking about a, a gift that i want to give someone it's uh the contents of what's on the floppy yeah is oh yeah. be on the screen Yeah, that's cool so i thought that would be kind of cool so anyways tune in every week 7 30 p.m eastern time come by if you have any mac retro stuff um come by and uh show it off because we're going to be doing martintosh all month long so anywho um, we do Desk of Lady Ed every single week. We do that on Sundays. This is where we live broadcast from your desk. Yes. Which is like right over there. Um, what'd you show off this week?
1: This week, um, show off some more bones boards. So every week I try to design like one or two. Um, we show, first off, she talked about March and Tosh, which we'll talk about more. Uh, yeah, first that. That, that was a quick thing with the penguin. Yeah. Um, I also showed off, we have a USB host, um, RP2040 feather. Uh, that uses the uh, BitBang T USB uh, USB host capabilities that we've added recently. It um, does work. also showed off this cool um, digi-key part of the RGB LED and the USB-A port. Yeah. And uh, also some CAN bus stuff we've been working on. We got that working, so it'll be in the shop soon. Uh, and also made an RP2040 CAN bus feather, so lots more.
0: Yeah, and then we also do a segment called where in the world is that part I need? It's a great search, DigiKey. And this is when you use your power of engineering um, to find the things on digikey.com using their search, which is an art form in itself, to find the things that you want. So what did you look for this week?
1: Um, so this week um, I am experimenting with the ESP32 S3's ability to drive dot .clock TTL displays and uh, some folks may not know, DigiKey stocks all sorts of different dot clock TTL displays uh, for immediate shipment uh, IPS, capacitive touch, resistive touch, 4.385, 7, 8, sizes. Woo, it's a party. Um, so check out the um, the video where I show uh, some of the companies and uh, some of the things I searched for. And you can uh, connect those t- dot clock TTL displays to uh, some bigger chips like the IMX series and ESP32-S3.
0: Okay, and then um, every single Tuesday we do JP's product pick of the week. This is a live broadcast inside a product page that discounts automatically pride. Um, it's a fun show. Every Tuesday, here's this week's highlight.
2: It is the 1.8 inch TFT display breakout with MicroSD and iSpy. Having that little flip connector there, so that you can put a ribbon cable in, means your your wiring is so much neater. You can see I've got one of our 1.8 inch TFT displays with the iSpy connected up to iSpy breakout, and then that's running to an Itsy Bitsy M4. This is a this is a really cute. Game that's on the main page of Make Code Arcade that is about uh, some mice performing Shakespeare, and you are the spot operator, and you got to keep the spotlight on the actor who is currently delivering lines, which is adorable and amazing, and I love it. That's my product pick. It is the 1.8 inch TFT display breakout with micro SD and iSpy.
0: All right, JP's workshop is on Thursdays, and then Deep Dive, in. Scott might be coming back to the chair. Wow. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, foamy guy is out this week, so we might see Scott. I'll get a tune in if I can. Um, time travel. It's around the world of hackers, makers, artists, engineers, all the stuff that's going on in the world and more. Um, this week's time travel, let's do some celebratory things first. On Adafruit's site, there is Women's History Month all month long. Um, there is all sorts of posts, videos, articles, and more on our site, but there's also with the tag. If you look around online, if you're on the social medias, you can see the stories of many amazing women and the things they built and shared. In fact, um, I sent a note to our team to publish this up because I'm doing the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sparkfun has a post about Hedy Lamar and we had interviewed the director of a movie about Hedy Lamar. So I said, hey, post a link to their site because they're an electronic site that's talked about women in tech. Yay, we want this to be contagious and these stories get out. And then we met the director of the movie Tragic Story, but amazing story all at the same time, um, of Hedy Lamar. So check that out. Um, that'll be on our website, and it's also um on my phone. um happy birthday raspberry pi wow
1: um
0: yeah happy 11 years they've been at this so they launched raspberry pi in 2012 goal of boosting young people's engagement with computer science and electrical engineering and in the decades since there's been an explosion of interest and more you can tune in um, to this special online event. I believe they're broadcasting online, that is. But check it out. Um, it is coming up March 28th, 2023, 20, 6 to 7 p.m. Um, I think they're recording it, but double-check. But if you're in the area, um, of course, you want to see this. So happy anniversary, Raspberry Pi. Here's to another 11 years. Um, next up, I wanted to mention that... Uh, so. Twitter kind of melted down a long time ago. It's just now getting equally distributed. (laughs) Um, So we're on Tumblr. Um, We've been making sure that we're putting our content in places and we're the humans behind it. We don't auto publish in those places. So we wanted to make sure folks who like doing retro stuff, like doing keyboards, um, Tumblr has a live video feature. Um, We were playing around with that. Um, there's a lot of people who will find cool old um, like magazine scans from the computing history and then put it on Tumblr. They have theme tumblers. There's a lot of cool Tumblrs. So we've been on Tumblr since... Um, it's been 13 years, and I, I looked on archive.org when the first time it, it pinged it. So here we are. This is our Adafruit Industries Tumblr. This is when we used to have our blog feed go there. So February 11th, 2010. And you can see, what were we doing 13 years ago? From the native fruit shop.
1: Messing with an iFi card.
0: Yeah, we were we were taking photos and it would transfer the photo over Wi-Fi from the SD card and then automatically upload it. Yeah,
1: it was kind of cool. I mean, at the yeah. time, this was amazing because there was no so, iPhone. Were, uh, so. I don't, know, I don't think so.
0: There was an iPhone. There
1: was, but I don't know if it did photos to blog, automatic blogging.
0: It, Everything kind of did, but none of it was easy. Yeah. Um, I think it was called like, there was one service I used. It was like the first auto mobile blog. It was like called text in America or something like that. Anyways, Mm -hmm. we used to use Ustream, um, in our stream. So anyways, um, if, if you want, go check out adafruit.tumblr.com or tumblr.com slash adafruit and the reason that we have our content in all these places is because this is where people build communities and a lot of us are on these places anyways, so on, um, some Social networks like Instagram, we try to put our beautiful photos there, but you know you can't put links in the text, so it doesn't really make sense to do a large form bits of text. But if you're like looking at like our amazing photos and and um, some of our uh, cool photo sets of retro stuff, that's the best place for it. And we're, like the human beings posted there. We don't automatically post stuff there either, uh, via bots. So um, we're going to be experimenting more. If you're on Tumblr, go check us out there. Hit a little like or a reblog, and uh, we'll probably see how it goes. Uh, we'll talk about our marketing stuff that we're doing there, and then next week we're talking to the Tumblr folks. And you know, Tumblr's changed a lot. We uh, we had met. I don't know if you remember this, but we met David Karp yeah, a million years right. ago. Yeah, he a,
1: came by and he he came to Adafruit.
0: Yeah, and we also were at it was a, like
1: my apartment. Yeah, first. it was
0: a, it was apartment and he had started Tumblr, and then we also went to um a laughing squid event and I think Tumblr had like yeah. ten, 10 people at the time. Um users, not employees. Yeah. Um and then um they got bought by like Yahoo and Verizon and we kind yeah. of got really weird. So we're just like, oh let's just retire out the Tumblr and then we'll um see what happens. So I just wanted to make sure no one squatted on the Adafruit name. So anyways it's back. But um the the new crew, it's owned by Automatic, which is WordPress. And um they, you know, I kind of like these the, they have a mission statement. They, they talk about the privacy of the users. Uh, Tumblr is dedicated to realizing the most radical founding principles of internet culture, individual, individuality, freedom and expression, and human connection. I mean, all this stuff sounds good. We're trying to find a place that's not the worst thing ever. Um, we don't like using Facebook, don't like using um, Twitter. Um, it's just you know a toxic dump of people hating each other and d- dunking on each other. So we're going to try it. We'll see how it goes. We're also on Mastodon. Um, check us out there. So far so good, but it might just be because all the bad people on Twitter didn't get there and, and ruin it yet. Um, we have um, everything on uh, our Tumblr that we're doing in the retro world right now. It's neat because you can put photos and videos and long-form text and people can share. I
1: mean, the tumble- tumbling is exactly the kind of blogging you do. It's like photo text, yeah. photo text.
0: And I expose all of our likes, this is what Lady and I click like on, and all of our following and followers because um, we're proud of it. I thought this was cool. This is a science fiction book. We're going to get this for our kid. This is Women of Wonder, science fiction stories by women about women. Look at this cool like robot kid. That's sweet. Yeah. So if you look, this is just like, everything I like is just here, like weirdo Batman this is cool stuff anyways and then you can look at all the ones that we're following so hopefully folks will will get a kick out of it anywho oh and then the other thing is here's our um here's our mess uh, go. yeah and we're putting all go the stuff there. go boost our toots yeah go boost our toots toots are boost. Boost our boots <laughs> um post our boots yeah all right go back uh, letters. Letters. Okay, so this week we have a very special mailbag. The I.O. team has been working so hard and making things so easy for people to do things. And you know, I tell the story that once in a while we get an email that someone says, You're making things too easy. Eh. But I thought this was a really good um, uh, Discord message that we got. I would like to just say how incredibly impressed I am at what the IO Adafruit IO has become. I built a simple weather station back when I I.O. first came out. It was one of my favorite projects, but I'm just a hobbyist and I haven't touched a project since. Years later, I finally have more free time and I just ordered a couple new ESPs and I was absolutely blown away how unbelievably simplified the I.O. process has become with Whippersnapper. Yay. That must have been a ton of work for the team. It was. And you should all be very proud. I will they likely are. go back into CircuitPython, but Whippersnapper will allow me to help spread my projects to friends that were previously interested, but just too afraid to follow. Thank you so much for all your hard work you spread more joy than you know wow. okay
1: wow
0: that's, that's high praise and we were talking about this in our in our in our uh, chat room for the team it's like how often do you feel good about using a website or feel like oh my gosh like this uh, this is joyful like no. how like how often do you think about that there's a few websites i can like say like oh that was like that was fun but most of the time it's like terrible um and i feel like
1: and there's usually like ads and pop-ups and or, subscribe or it's i feel like like yeah, something
0: you know, I feel gross. I have to take a shower for some of the sites that we have to use. So um, thank you for letting the team know about this because we have been making things we thought how things could be, which is easy, and then we want to make them even easier. Okay, next up, Jobs Board. We don't have a Jobs Board song. Maybe it could be um, a song like... Dire Straits, like money from nothing. So we made some big changes in our... Look, I have to come up with a song. Um, We made some changes. So we were running a WordPress instance for our jobs board. Um, It just got crazy to... Manage all the time. Security issues come up with all these things, managing it. And then in the end, I was just helping people post their jobs, anyways. So um, we just consolidated it to Adafruit.com slash jobs. It's also Adafruit.com slash careers. It has our jobs on there. And what we're going to do is start with it being very simple, easy for us to maintain to have your skills that you post up or Uh, jobs that you have that you want people to apply for. But we're going to be integrating things with our learning system, which is a great authoring tool where everything just works and we don't have to worry about running another server just for a jobs board. So that's a minor change that we made. Thanks for your patience. Um, A lot of people have gotten great jobs through our jobs board, so we will always do something. But I just wanted to let you know it was just like getting complicated, maintaining yet another instance for something where I can just do like GitHub pages, I can do something as a static page, um, you know, we don't like customer data or, or personal data, so we want to make it so it protects privacy. We also will always moderate and approve jobs as well, so they're not scammy. Okay, retro. This is the big one.
1: Cool. I know. I see all these images and videos, and I'm,
0: yeah. I'm getting excited. Yeah, we get a little bit of a, a break here because there's a lot. Um, So okay. we're doing our Retrotech, um, I guess, segment all month or series all month. Um. It's Marchintosh. You can go to Marchintosh.com and learn about this. Check out the cool art that they've made. Um, and Marchintosh is a month-long celebration of everything right before kind of the most recent Macs and stuff. Like, no iPhones.
1: No OS ten, No OS ten, Only nine or earlier.
0: Yeah. And um, if you look at, uh, go to our website, you can find it, you can also just, you know, our Tumblr is kind of where we're focusing a lot of this stuff um, this month because a lot of people are also participating. Um, you can could, you could check it out there. It's all there. And it, we post something every day. We also put it in our Discord channel that's called Marchintosh, and we tag it. And um, what we're showing off is our collection that we have, um, collections from other people, cool hacks and mods that you can do, projects from Adafruit. Um, you want to run System 7 on like a weirdo little single board computer?
1: We'll
0: Get show it you. Go for it. So um, I'm going to show some commercials from the past. I'm going to show our QuickTime 150. Um, I took a photo of you. It's a 27-year-old digital camera, still takes good photos. Or you're just a good subject, one of the two. Um, an Apple Power CD. Mm-hmm. Um, a very weird Apple console that there's only a few out there. That was like basically a prototype, but they wanted to do console boxes before Apple TV. The Pippin, which is an Apple gaming console, and more. So um, I'm just going to play these. There are some very cool gaps of silence, and then there's some weird... Um, commercials and ads and stuff like that. So enjoy the silence and then I'll see you on the other side for the rest of it. So go and time travel. It's
1: your
3: moment of okay. March and dosh.
1: Welcome. This guided tour shows you some of the many ways to use your Apple Power CD. The Power CD is three products in one, a photo CD player for your television, a portable CD-ROM drive for your personal computer, and an audio CD player. The same photo CDs that you view on TV can also be used on a computer. You can use photo CD images for desktop publishing, business documents, and multimedia presentations.
3: here uh, in the United States we have ITV at the next station quick draw 3d quick draw GX uh...
0: It's Python on hardware time. Okay. Every single week, we talk about all the things on hardware that happens to run Python. We have a newsletter. It's Adafruit Daily. You can go to adafruitdaily.com, completely separate from your store account because we don't like to mix the two because your personal information is yours don't spam or do anything like that. So um, we're going to show a video, which is a little bit of a preview on the M7, but we also have a bit of news. The CircuitPython eight one zero beta has been released. Lydia, what is the latest and greatest that people okay. should consider test and more that'll help? no house
1: we still have um animated gif support it's still kind of in progress of being tested um but it's still kind of neat if you want to try loading uh small gifts from disk and displaying them on a tft display um should work on oleds or color tfts uh we've got um support for um seven inch ink displays and we do like auto dithering within of them. And that's part of also the, the palette stuff, a lot of, it's mostly actually been a lot of bug fixes, to be honest. Well, if a
0: major release, that's usually, yeah,
1: we have a huge churn of bugs. Uh, Keep finding them, posting them. to circuit Python, GitHub repo, and we will, uh, check them out. Also, you know, we get usually a lot more, um, new users with a new major release. And so that will also kind of, uh, get some exciting, um, new bug reports coming in.
0: And then um, in CircuitPython news, the M7, uh, we're working hard at it to get CircuitPython Python stuff going. So we have a video. Um, I was going to put this
2: top secret,
0: but I, said, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. This is, this is kind of nice, good python news because we have a very cool new board. So take it away, Jeff. Hi,
4: Jepler here with another quick video. This is the beta version of the uh, Adafruit Metro M7 board in that um, Arduino compatible form factor that many of us love so much. And the final version of the board is in the store now. There's a lot of stuff for us to add to CircuitPython before that is um, moved out of alpha release quality. And so to get my fingers, to get my toes wet, excuse me, um, I picked Rotary I.O., which means I need to know about how GPIO pins work and pin muxing and pin interrupts. And just to show that the proof of the pudding is in the eating as I rotate this knob, the onboard Neopixel, will cycle through the spectrum of colors so that's what i've been working on and you should keep your eye out for more improvements to our support for the uh, imxrt family of microcontrollers in CircuitPython 8.1 and uh, later on circuit python 9.
0: get it delivered every single week to your inbox adafruitsdaily.com is up. okay uh we're an open source hardware company uh, we have thousands of guides, over 2,600 guides altogether. This week on the big board, Lady Ada, what is new for folks to learn? Okay,
1: we've got all sorts of stuff. Okay, I'm trying to remember because there's been a lot of updates. Safe today. mode,
0: we talked about last week.
1: I think the SNES mouse is new. Yeah, a lot of these are just updates. The
0: SNES mouse is new. Um,
1: That's true so this is a project uh that jeppler did um to take the snes mouse which i didn't even know existed but like how can you not love it that like beautiful purple tinted button um and it uses i think um latches just like like SNES controller but it's a mouse um and then uh connecting it to a um rp2040 cutie pie to turn it into a usb hid device so it's a a cool project uh, if you want to use this retro mouse um I think the cutie pie guide got updates uh we do have a new guide for the ESP32 S3 reverse TFT so um it's got the pinouts diagram and some example code um we just did a whole family of these ESP32 SX feathers with like display without display reverse display and not um I will say that the you know if you're watching this live and the ESP32 S3 is having a little bit of um jitter in the um, arduino ide there's a couple issues with uploading and and esp tool and so if you're having a couple issues just just be aware the s3 in particular is going a little bit through a churn Um, the s2 doesn't have these issues but i'm noticing more um you know bug fixes and hardware fixes for the s3 so uh, hopefully that'll be fixed by the uh, idf team um the analog feedback servos guide got an update from carter now has circuit python code and a gif uh, so you can use analog feedback servos in circuit python um aaron made a really cool bubble table with led animations um this is a great uh, project if you're interested in having led animations that are controlled by an ir remote uh, ir remotes are inexpensive and you don't have to worry about bluetooth or wi-fi or pairing you point you click a button things change and getting it to work with animations isn't hard um but you can do it you want to do it so that, like, the animation changes immediately and it takes a little bit of uh, funky coding. Um, so Aaron shared that code. So this will be very useful for people in general who want to do infrared, remote, controlled um, LED stuff
0: we're going To play the video after this, and then we also have a video for the Tron disc. But the Tron disc is yet another, yes, amazing
1: Tron disc. This is cool. I guess there's a, there's a Tron ride, which looks awesome. and I guess it's at Epcon Center, I don't actually know. Um, or it's mm-hmm. Disney, Disney something, Disney World Land, I don't know. Um, but if you're gonna go there, you want to cosplay, if
0: you're gonna go, you gotta go like this,
1: you gotta go like this. So, the cool thing with this disc is we're if, just in the grocery store, it's like 3D really printed. Um, and it uses the prop maker feather wing and the NR 52 840 feather. And it's magnetically attached. So check That's that so out. Cool. Yeah, so I guess they, they picked up a, a Tron hoodie. Um, and then the harness has magnets attached on the inside. Uh, so, you can have it magnetically attached to your back. So, Greetings, like, I thought that's the cool part. Anna, yeah,
0: very a, cool.
1: Pi for the user. And then Liz wrote up a guide for the Adafruit Pi Cowbell Ada Logger, which gives you a micro SD card, a real time clock, STEM IQT, and reset button. um So, we're starting to add more uh, Pi Cowbell accessories that let you. Um, Add functionality to the Raspberry Pi Pico and Pico W. And this is the second one. Um, So you've got example code in Arduino and CircuitPython.
0: All right, bubble table, take it away.
3: And it's time for some factory footage.
0: look there was a
1: hey that's such a nice note we had yeah. to so nice we had to look at it twice
0: yeah anyways that was made new york city factory footage i was looking at that thing that was such a nice note We were sent. okay let's do
3: some 3d printing See the
0: show is so big that I have this grid of all the things that we put together for the show. It's a massive. And it's, it, massive. Like, and it's
1: t- like it's t- like a five by five. It's like a tiny. It's a tiny it's ass. smaller than the X's on yeah. close this ad.
0: It is. It is like up. threading a needle constantly. Okay, um, so we're gonna do the Tron video and then the speed up, and then we'll see you on the other side for Ion MPI. Lots of videos this week.
1: All right, see you soon. You can
3: fight for the user and build this 3D printed Tron inspired prop using NeoPixel LEDs and Circuit Python. Powered by the Adafruit Feather and PropMaker Featherwing, this Tron disc and back harness are fully 3D printed. With the power of neodymium magnets, this disc attaches to your back just like in the movies. Using a mobile device and the Blue Fruit app, you can change the color of the LEDs so it's easy to switch your team color. With the Blue Fruit app for iOS devices, you can even use an Apple Watch to change colors with the built-in color swatches. The PropMaker Featherwing and Feather Bluefruit are the perfect pair for making advanced props with motion-activated lights and sounds that can be controlled wirelessly from your phone. The code is written in Adafruit CircuitPython, so it's easy to make it fit just about any prop with lights and sounds. It uses Bluetooth and the LED animation library to trigger lighting effects with the prop Maker's onboard accelerometer. Check out the Learn Guide for full step-by-step tutorial on building this project and download all the files using the Project Bundle Downloader. You can customize values like the speed and colors to make this fit your project. CircuitPython supports lots of different dev boards. Just go to the website and search to find your favorite microcontroller. You can download the latest stable version using the download UF2 button and quickly get up and running. Get the parts to build your own Tron inspired disc from the Adafruit shop. Links are in the description. Download and 3D print the parts without any support using black and translucent colored PLA filament. Start by soldering matching headers to the dev boards. You can use a breadboard to help you solder them straight. Use short socket header pins to keep it slim and low profile. Perfect for props with tight spaces. The feathered blue fruit is secured to the bottom piece of the prop using hardware screws. A mini skinny strip of medium density neopixels are set on the outer edge of the disc. Cut the strip to size and remove the silicone sheathing by sliding it out. A strip of side lit neopixels is soldered in line with the mini skinny strip and shares data, power, and ground connections. A three-pin JST connector allows it to plug into the Prop Maker Featherwing. This micro USB breakout board allows you to route the USB connection to the edge of the prop so it's easy to access for recharging the battery. Use silicone ribbon wire to create a super compact USB cable. A mini oval speaker plugs directly into the audio port onboard the prop maker featherwing and snaps into the built-in holder. This slide switch is soldered to the enable and ground pins on the prop maker so the feather can be turned on and off. A JST extension cable connects the battery to the port on the feather and the battery clips into the built-in holder. Neodymium magnets fit into the built-in cavities and get secured with 3D printed caps that snap fit and hold them in place. The LED strips are tacked down using double-sided foam tape. The top cover of the prop can then be placed over the bottom cover. Nylon screws are inserted through the holes on the side of the disc and keep everything secured. An accompanying back cover with magnets are sewn into a running vest using nylon thread or fishing line. We had a lot of fun building this project and had a great time taking it to the Tron light cycle run at the Magic Kingdom in Disney World. We hope this inspires you to check out Adafruit's prop maker and CircuitPython for your next project.
0: okay let's jump right in but first don't forget there's code and you get free stuff when you order you want to get the free stuff and use the code you ready lady yeah kick it This week's Iron MPI is from Amanda Lady. What did you find this
1: week? Okay, so this week it's a tool that I was like, I want this. And once in a while you'll see, like I do like very complicated boards, like last week's NXP series, which was sort of like this massive. So
0: you're complicated. That's my That's your
1: complicate... complicated board. I it, was like, it was a long IPI like I wanted to cover this entire family. <laughs> this one is a short and sweet one, but I, I I'm very excited about this one because I personally wanted this tool. So this is the Wick gun by menda easy braid easy braid is like the sub brand for braid and then uh, mendez who made like the thing it clicks into um and this <laughs> this is like hey. this this will get rid of your solder bridges as easily as john wick gets rid of uh nasty bad guys okay. so um yeah coming to a theater near you it's got a hundred percent these
0: right co-promotions are getting out of hand
1: yeah okay look I had a few minutes I got and- my John Wick like happy meal <laughs> I opened up Photoshop uh okay so the wick gun is um it's a tool that you would use with solder wick so um anybody who has soldered knows that um soldering is super fun and easy until you make a slight mistake and then you gotta uh, get your tools out like um here from uh, Phil B's guide on um removing the headers uh, sorry the headers and connectors from a Raspberry Pi Uh, upper left, you've got a desoldering tool, also known as a solder sucker. Uh, top right is the flux. Um, use that to kind of, um, keep the area clean and it keeps the solder from sort of spraying everywhere. It, it, um, makes it flow a little better, uh, and keeps it away from sticking to the PCB where it shouldn't. And then, um, at the bottom right there, super wick. So wick is, um, a braid. It's made out of copper. And uh, it often has that flux inside of it or a rosin inside of it um, that makes it easy to clean solder joints. And then also the rosin kind of coats the solder joint and uh, keeps it clean um, and unoxidized later. So um, usually what you start with is a solder sucker, you know, especially with through-hole parts. Solder suckers are good when you have a, um, a lot of solder. You heat it up, you put the solder sucker up against it and um you press the button and a little spring pulls back and the solder goes up and then you'll usually need to clean up afterwards with solder wick like once in a while you can get away with just the solder uh desoldering um pump or the solder sucker um but with smt especially or when you have um if you go back to uh sorry for like this example for the raspberry pi when you have like those big connectors you see the usb connectors were removed um and solder suckers work really well when they are pressed up against like a solid blob but if you're trying to clear out a hole or something that already has a hole in it air will flow around the solder so it needs to have like su- something to suction against and again, that's where wick would come in but wick isn't good for huge blobs like it really quickly saturates so it's good for like the little cleanups so why don't you go ahead to um so here showing uh you know after you can see like the um larger holes still have a little bit of solder in them the chunky solder you're not going to be able to use a solder sucker to get those out that's where wick comes in and just does the the fine work um there are a bunch of really good videos on the gigi Key youtube that you can um watch if you'd like to learn about soldering and desoldering including this one by becky stern only a couple months ago uh and then uh also a teaching moment um, has a really good guide on using flux and wick to uh, desolder and clean up uh, solder joints um and there's also um uh, I didn't put it here but uh, uh Sean Hemel also has a guide on uh, soldering SMT QFN connectors doesn't cover wick but it could be handy all right so the uh 1000 wick gun how do you use it so you get these cassettes um and you pull out a little bit of wick we'll show you a little video later you pull it through and there's um a little roller at the top that you pull and as you pull it it um feeds the solder wick through and then there's a little like um nail clipper end and when you pull the trigger it cuts the wick out and so basically you can always make sure you have clean wick you know actually maybe let's um i'll show it on the overhead because it's a little confusing if we can jump to the overhead real fast and then i will you move anything? anything no, 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 I got it. Okay. So, um, this is it. And then you can see as I move the, uh, trigger it, uh, sorry, the, uh, the roller, the wick is coming out and then when I'm done and this is the wick and then I would, you know, use it and, you know, solder solder. And then when I'm done, you clip and, uh, you clean it off and then you can get, um, fresh wick. Obviously I'm not going to solder live, but, um, you know that's the idea behind uh the wick gun and then this cassette um comes out it has 15 meters of braid and of course you can get uh new braid very easily okay so let's go back to um how to. okay so uh this tutorial shows you how to use it um you can take it apart to clean it if you have to uh and then yeah you can also pull back like the drive knob works both ways by the way so if you like if you feed too much out you can always feed back okay next one okay so for options um so it does come with these cassettes you know so like once you, you when you can buy it with a cassette and then once you run out you get new cassettes um it comes in different widths uh number one through number five and i think the one that i was just showing you is i think a number let's see that was a number one and then let's see i also have a number four and i think the larger the number the wider it is it's probably is basically can you reload about,
0: the cartridge or is it that's it you
1: can reload the cartridge if you wanted to but it's kind of a pain and it's about the same price to just get like new solder yeah. like yeah. oh yeah so like this is the number four
0: so do you want to go with the overhead again yeah
1: just quickly i'll show the number four so this is the number four and that's the number one so it's approximate number millimeters wide ish about you know that's okay. what, how, how wide it is and then you, you know the wider stuff is better with larger through holes the
0: cassette chart
1: and then this is a cassette chart so you can you know the cassettes themselves you can pick up um the wick gun itself is like you know 20 bucks and the cassettes are about 10 bucks a piece uh 13 bucks a piece and um yes you can load them by hand if you if you want there's there's no reason not to they they pop open and inside is just a reel um but most wick comes in like these kind of plastic pop open containers or really large reels um so you're just, you'll be sitting there and you would be winding it so it's it's up to you um, and easy braids also have a bunch of other tools. They have uh these nice bottles for isopropyl, they have little spudgers, they have uh diagonal cutters, etc. pliers. So check them out. There's a whole series available on DigiKey. But the thing that's really great about this, I'll tell you why this is so great, is when if you're using solder braid, you know that it's usually okay, here's what you do, you're soldering, and then you're like, oh no, I need to do some braid. So you put down a soldering iron, you pick up the braid. You have to pull out some and you're like kind of messing with the wheel and then you hold it in one hand and you position it and you pick up the soldering iron again and then you do solder and then you put it down and it's like there's a lot of like it's like fork knife switch hands move up and down with this it's one-handed so you know as you're soldering if you're like you you put down your um solder and you're still holding the iron you can pull this out and then extend some wick out clean up and then change you know you don't have to put down the soldering iron and you just the go back and forth between solder and break. Yeah. Which is what I really like. It's available at DigiKey. And it's in Snake DigiKey. Um Baby well no no because they have all the different families this is just the one okay quick 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 quick
0: quick quick quick, quick, bye
1: yeah but they have like there's like 30 different types and there's like five to ten of each one we're
0: so used to chip shorties or like there's four no it's
1: fine fine. yeah you'll find some because i I picked like the number one which is the the narrowest but you probably want like number two or number three okay um they do have them all in stock of course i picked up you know one of the four and one of the one because i personally want this because i'm tired of Putting down the iron and stuff, and we
0: got a little short video,
1: and we have a video, uh, and it's in like a TikTok format, so uh, we'll play that, check it out.
0: Well, of course, since TikTok came along, YouTube has their identical format, yes, it's technically YouTube, and then so does everyone else. It's funny, it's like one format takes off, and I was like, I was scrolling through, I had to look up some stuff, and I'm just like, wow, YouTube is now filled with shorts, yeah, because that's what they're calling them, yeah. Anywho, enjoy the format
4: video.
1: I so excited. About- we like, always
0: have to prove this is a live show.
1: I sound <laughs> yeah. new, and I was like, "If time to see the new Here's song." You're very excited for new
0: products. Okay, ready? Wow. Here we go. Let, well, let's do the code. But then, but now, really, 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 let's kick it. Sing it. <music> For real we played Man on repeat today a couple
1: mm-hmm. times or mm-hmm. yeah
0: okay uh first up um we got some restock
1: back in stock some of the chip shortage is finally over we've got samd21e18s in and so we've got the cutie pie samd21 we've been going over with the rp2040 for a while and of course we've got the esp32 version and s2 and s3 but some people want the classic, uh, so we got the classic. We also have Circuit Playground Expresses back in stock.
0: Finally, 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 there are tons of schools and tons of things that uh, that have been come that happened to all of us over the last few years. But it's happening. It's here. Back. back yes,
1: it's back, back. So if you've been looking for Circuit Playground Expresses, and we'll have some of those base kits and stuff. We we want to get the the you know the original back in. Uh, we'll get all the sub kits in stock soon too. But. Okay, next up, we've got uh, re-legendable keycaps in black. Um, So we had them in white, but some people are like, no, I want them to be gother. Uh, So these are two-part keycaps. And you can see here, like, the plastic piece. So you can remove the top from the bottom, and then you put in, you know, a sticker, a little piece of paper, um, a label. They are MX-compatible. They are fully symmetric all four ways. There's no tilt or anything. And they're basically, like, DSA profile not exactly dsa but they're basically dsa but fully symmetric um these are really good for um if you're using a mega macro pad we're selling in packs of 10 because no matter what number we sell in a pack it's always the wrong number so but, we just pick like 10. the
0: hot dog bun problem okay I know. so it's 10. next
1: up uh next up we've got an update for the witty pi 4 mini um a couple updates. It's USB-C. They've kind of redesigned some of the components. It's functionally the same. Um, this is a, a nice little um real-time clock and like automatic shutter so up or shutter down or like one button to shut down and restart. Uh, it's got built-in battery backup. It's a very nice, um, nicely designed um real-time clocks slash power management tool for your Raspberry Pi, even though it's um, you know, Pi Mini sized like pi zero size don't work with the standard uh, full size Raspberry Pi as well. It looks like a very nice build.
0: All right, next up, the star of the show. Besides you, besides our community, besides our customers, besides our staff, this is finally here. There are so many things we've been waiting for so long.
1: It's here, it's in the store,
0: right now, this second. Yes,
1: I did put some in the store, and I didn't notify people so that everyone-
0: If you're watching this show, you can actually get these right now. Because if we notify everyone who signed up, they'll instantly go out. But if you're watching a live show, this is why it's special to watch live shows. That's right. It's here. It's really here. I'm a guy.
1: Oh my God. The uh, Metro M7 is our first board for the IMX RT series. Uh, this is a very powerful series of chips. We've had Cortex M0s. We've had some Cortex M3s. We've had Cortex M4s. Why not more M's? Cortex M7. Right. So this is a, a powerful core. You know, it's got floating point. It's got uh, very let's, high let's speed the, you know, We got beautiful photos. Cool. But you know what? Do you want to show it live? Do, doing it live. Do it live. Uh, so this is the uh, Metro M7, I'll put it over here, This is great, we can see us. Um, so in the middle is the Metro M7 chip, that's this one. Uh, It's the RT- IMX RT-1011D, so it runs at about 500 megahertz. it's very fast. Um, the trade-off is, is that this chip is fairly inexpensive for how powerful it is, because it doesn't have a lot of RAM, and I did want to mention that. So it only has 128k of RAM which sounds like a lot but like you need to have like half of it for the you know um instruction cache which we might tweak in circuit python but basically it, it feels like 64k of ram it's not a ton of ram you can do stuff with it it's very very fast um but just be aware that you you don't get to use all of that and it's um it's not a roomy you know like our esp32s with ps ram um they're so roomy and they have like two megabytes of ps ram not yet. We're getting there. We're going to start with this chip that has 128, and we'll move up the family. Check out last week's ION MPI video where we talk about the family of RT chips. Um, we might move to the 1020, 1040 as we make our way up to the 1060 or 1160. So um something you know, 500 megahertz, uh, no built-in flash, 128K of RAM. Um, this is the flash chip. It's 8 megabytes. It's QSPY, so it's nice and fast. The like at the RP2040, the flash memory is off chip. Um, there's boot select switches. There is a built-in ROM bootloader. We load it with Teeny UF2 as well. So there's a secondary bootloader with a nice drag and drop and like NeoPixel lights up and all that good stuff. Uh, a lot of passives uh, because it has uh, the cool ability to generate all the internal voltages it needs from 3.3 volts, which is what makes it inexpensive. And you can do it on two layer board. Um, we've got the standard Arduino form factor, which we just like to start with. It's familiar. We can use shields with it. A lot of accessories work with Arduino um so you can plug it in it's a three volt logic chip it's not five volt compatible um that's to be expected the arm cortex series pretty much is always 3.3 sometimes five but very very rarely uh you've got uh hardware spi and i squared c that means we do have a lot of pins right we have six analog pins uh we've got the 14 digital pins here plus two i squared c plus another four spi so like do the math it's like 20 something gpio uh and um also swd with the SWO pin connected so you can do traces scott might do a video soon where he shows uh some of the trace capability of the m7 series um so you, the j the swd and SWO pins are brought up for advanced debugging I, that's another reason i love the metro format for chips it's like we want to get the debugger going um STEMI qt port plug and play i squared c uh there is also you know i had a, a bunch of space so i decided let's stick a uh, esp32 on there it has the airlift firmware so you can use this to do uh wi-fi communication so it communicates over spi and circuit python you can use it to request um websites the horsepower
0: for it to make sense yeah like this
1: be fast. it's gonna be fast well what's we'll us see it's gonna do computational stuff and then we're gonna use chips that bump up the RAM. so we're gonna it's gonna get juicy real fast um oh, C for powering neopixel pin 13 red led reset button um dc jack on and off dc in you know nine volts nine volts 12 volts is good um power supply regulator here i might change this i went with an ldo but i might change up this five volt to be a uh, switch converter on the next revision we'll see on the back a lovely silk screen comes with bumpers um some explanation of, of what you get in the board basically you know this is a really good competitor to the m4 series so you know if you if you're interested in the samd 51 um but you want more m uh, hertz's you want more m hertz's you need to go from m4 to m7 and that'll get you 500 megahertz so we're gonna um you know we have some circuit python support um, there isn't Arduino support at this time. Um, it's something we'll look into, but it's not a priority for us. We're going to kind of focus on making sure CircuitPython works really well on it. Um, but you can also use NXP Espresso, which I've used. And they have, you know, command-lined uh, make files that we've used to write code, and it works really well. They have a good SDK. Um, so if you really want to write, like, very fast code that runs in the processor kind of, like, natively without CircuitPython, um, I would recommend you can do NXP Espresso for now.
0: All right. And with that that is new products.
2: Oh, dokey don't forget the code.
3: Uh
0: keep putting your questions in the Discord chat. We have some lined up. We're going to do some top secret right away. Let's see. Okay, for Top Secret, we're going to play two videos, and then we're going to show off some of your latest designs. See you on the other side of the videos.
4: Hi, Jepler here. You've caught me playing with my latest project for Adafruit called the Infinite Text Adventure with CircuitPython and OpenAI. Um, with this project, which is running on a Pi Portal with a lovely case by the Ruiz brothers, Uh, At every step, you get presented with four choices, and you touch the screen in one of the quadrants to decide what you do. And I think, before we uh, go any further, we need a flashlight. The uh, guide, I'm in the process of writing. The code is already up on our uh, GitHub. So if you're enterprising, you can check it out now. But otherwise, look for this project soon and create your own adventure using CircuitPython and OpenAI. All right, I think we need to check the pile of papers. Can't wait to see what happens next. Hey lady, what's this?
1: Hey, I'm going to do a live demo where we program this ESP32 S2 over USB from Bitbang USB host on a Pico. This is very exciting. So let's plug it in. Replace the tester. I gotta be careful not to get in the way the Picos. Make sure the board is on and press the button. So this is kind of neat because I'm using USB host to connect via ESP tool to the built-in ROM bootloader. I'm programming it with a G-zipped, um test firmware. So it's actually stored in uh, the flash memory, not on a USB key. Yeah, it's, it doesn't use micro SD It takes only 12 seconds to fully program and test this Metro ESP32 S2. And I don't need to use a Raspberry Pi. I love Raspberry Pis, but this is really fast and solid state, so I have to worry about any SD cards. Uh, so, this revision is coming to the store real soon with this new faster test.
0: All right. And then here's the weather report.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so, more Pico bells. So, since I was doing a lot of CAN bus stuff, um, I thought it would be fun to maybe um, whip up a CAN bus uh, Pico Bell. So, it goes on a Raspberry Pi Pico and Pico W and adds CAN bus using the MCP 2515. And a TJA 1051 transceiver and a little fiber booster. Um, you know, I think uh, there's no native CAN peripheral on the RP2040. I know that there's people who kind of like bit-bang CAN, but I think, you know, if SCP-2515 isn't too expensive. I don't mind, you know, going with a chip. Um, so you have like a well-known chip and and has buffers and is is no you know it'll it'll handle and make interrupts for you and you aren't um bit banging it um because i think uh this is a good solution so we're going to fab that uh we also made an all-in-one since i was already there like doing the stuff made a feather rp2040 with a bus chip also on it so it's all in one um if you want to use a feather for battery-powered tech projects uh and also the usb host feather which i think is kind of the most interesting because it uses our bit bang usb host uh, implementation in Tiny USB, thanks to, I um, keep forgetting their name, I think it's Ginnock, uh, the person who originally did uh, the code to uh, run USB host on RP2040 using a core. And like almost all the PIOs, uh, tacked an amazing job adding it to Tiny USB. I've been using it in that tester you saw that was using the uh, Pfeng USB host. Um, mass storage works, CDC works, HID works. Uh, so this adds a little uh, boost converter up there. Uh, to give you a nice five volt, uh, 500 milliamps from either the battery or whatever your power supply is um, to power your peripheral. So it can be interesting for like, you know, some ideas I came up with was logging to a USB key because then you can just, uh, you know, pull it out, stick it into whatever, and the data's there, ready to go. A little more convenient than having to carry around a a micro SD card, which like always pops off and flies across the room. Um, That's what they do best. And then um, also a HID remapper which I thought was neat and some accessibility That's projects where, you know, you can plug in, um, yeah. you know, something that is not HID or egs a weird driver and,
0: we'll make it
1: and then it makes it, or it remaps it, it moves yeah. it around. It turns it into a modern device. Um, because modern HID, you know, works with iOS and Android and Chrome yeah. but some older devices are like kind of weird. Yeah. But, like, fun a lot of the accessibility
0: stuff isn't, and, you know, it's been around for a while So that yeah. a to modernize
1: This it, can be uh, really neat. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, psyched about this. Um, I think it's kind of the weirdest of the bunch, Yeah. um, but I think has the most potential to be, uh, really cool to fruit. stuff too.
0: Adafruit, the weirdest of the bunch. So tagline. Okay. Desktop bunch. secret.
1: Okay.
0: Okie dokie. We're going to roll right into questions, Lady Ada. And, uh, let's, let's do it. Um, you know, I have the, I didn't put our little graphic of us underneath the question mark, so I'll just go to the other one. Okay. okay. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you help me understand the difference between the two pn 532 boards?
1: Okay. We have a couple. One is a breakout, so it's kind of like generic. You can use it with anything and one is a shield. So it's meant to go on an Arduino shaped board.
0: Okay. Have you seen the Edge Impulse integration with Arduino web platform? Any plans to bring Edge Impulse functionality, to Python or Adafruit IO?
1: Um, I actually kind of tried. I had Melissa look at Edge Impulse and try to get it working with our RP twenty forty boards, and it was like weirdly hard. If your board was exactly the one, and it a, a little bit of um, it it kind of couldn't quite figure out how to do the integration. It's a little, it's a little bit like there's a magic golden path, and I haven't figured it out yet.
0: Okay, um, for it for anything exciting out the new STM thirty uh, two announced yesterday um, not to use anything I'm else. glad
1: they went straight from we have absolutely nothing and never will till 2059 all the way to <laughs> like there's new <your> chance <laughs>
0: There's a little bit of that lately there, where we're like, like, hey, we've been a really good customer for all these years. Can we get a small amount of chips? No, you won't get one until we all live on Mars in 2060. And now it's like, um, we have too many chips. Can we sell you a bunch? Of, by the way, we have a lot of things. now. Can we Can we come over? Yeah. Can we come over? Can we bring our friends?
1: friends.
0: We, can we bring some Tupperware fellow chips?
1: I'll check out the STM32s. I mean, I think, you know, they're probably. I know that they, you know, we did cover the STM32G once shoot i can't remember the num the part number a few weeks ago on inpi so check that out it, it looked really interesting um the g series i think you know it it fits in a really interesting spot
0: um what would the m7 be used for is it like a new arduino
1: it's basically like a very very powerful microcontroller it's just very fast um and it's been around for a while but again wasn't available during the chip shortage. so it's kind of a few years old it's not that new um but it's I haven't seen this chip even though it's been inexpensive be popularized yet you know like the 7021 is very popular 7051 is very popular rp2040 is very popular but the nxp series is still a little scary to people it's yeah. not as popular and so it's it's kind of fun to wade you know, into a new family that's what
0: i would say anything that someone did with arduino it'll now be easier because you can use a scripting language and it has wi-fi yeah so cool. one of the things that scripting languages especially Python by them brings is you can do things like get and send things on the internet very easy so like any type of iot logging any type of like bi-directional stuff you'll be able to do
1: yeah and the, the, the this cool. m7 is not it's it's very fast that's kind of the only thing um and it has this flexio which is kind of cool but the future ones the ones above it that 1040, 50 start to get pretty neat they have stuff like um you know mippy display control a megabyte of sram it's a full computer. Um, like, you know like 700 gpios you know what i mean like, it gets like pretty cool pretty fast um very beefy beefy chips with a lot of functionality and um a lot of power nice so uh, great uh, for circuit python because like we we have cycles yeah. to spare.
0: and like the other thing is if you're on a computer and you're compiling over and over it seems silly that you're doing that and a chip is so powerful where you can just write to it live like, yeah anyways. um cool oh does the m7 support Arduino yet
1: not yet it? it does not at this time but we're we'll look into it um if anybody out there is interested in in if want to get paid to do that uh somebody who's interested in um writing in Arduino core for the, with the nxp nxp espresso um SDK if you've done that um we have people who do lots of firmware support for us and they all love it Um, but nobody right now is, is everyone's really busy, but, uh, we're always looking for more people who might be interested in taking on that.
0: that Maybe put done on our new new job board. (laughs) uh, can you still use the FTDI stuff with all the newer M4, M7, ASP32s and the NRF? different boards.
1: I mean you can if you want to communicate back through USB, but FTDI cables and chips were really meant for boards that didn't have native USB. That was like
0: back in the day.
1: Yeah, nowadays it's like you just yeah. you don't need that cable because it's native it's USB is built, built in, out. so it's like saves you one cable. Okay.
0: here's a nice little uh treat. Um Talbot says, "Love all the work with the PIO USB host on the RP2040. Thanks Adafruit." Yeah. It's because I bought Tato Horse. That's why I guess. I bought Toto Digital Horse. Um, I don't even know if that worked out. I should probably ask. Did that work out? Like you're supposed to get like a little digital horse for your tumbler for like a day. Anyways, Um, a few weeks ago, you showed that you went out to experience Chinese New Year. That's right. We went to the parade in Chinatown. You also showed that you're working on some new projects that weekend. How do you find balance in your time? Is it challenging?
1: It is challenging. But here's the good news. We only live um, a couple minutes away from Chinatown on the Lower East Side. So uh, it was a fun trip. Um, we love going out with our family and, and being outdoors and taking walks, and we do that in between working and yeah. child
0: So, to answer your question about how do you find balance in your time, which is a challenging, um, I think right now, as I get older, uh, we've been fortunate enough to choose the thing we want to torture ourselves with, because it's all day every day. Like, everything is kind of hard and challenging and annoying, even if the best things are. Um, so you have to just find the thing that you want to torture yourself with. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like, this is the thing that you're going to, mm. you're going to be, oh, play horse for him, Yeah. Um, that you're going to be dealing with. And so, you know, running a company, being online, um, being in New York, doing all this stuff, it's a weird form of torture that we absolutely love. Uh, that's how I guess I don't, I don't feel like it's time away from anything, because I don't want to do anything else. So it's a very interesting, weird situation to be in when there's nothing I'd rather do. So it's not like balancing time. It's just like, how do I do all the things and 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 take care of all the people I want to take care of? It's more like, how do I get time instead of um, balance? Anyways, um, next. Of uh, curiosity, is there a timeline for the Nightjar, Analog, uh, synth? There's no timeline with it. Well, right now, um, we're working with Kelly and uh, we have to convert some stuff to KiCad. So um, ne- can. next time I talk to Kelly, I'll ask if it's okay if we start to give some progress updates. So oh, yeah. we just saw Kelly like two weeks ago. Yeah. So it's moving along, um, but you know, the world is finally kind of turning back on with parts and more. Um, she totally
1: like gave me like the prototype and like the schematics. and I was like, great. And we to a hospital. I'll see you in a couple months. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what happened. It was
1: like literally like two days before I was going to the hospital.
0: Yeah. It was like Wednesday. And then it was like, oh, we gotta go have a kid. We gotta go. Um, so anyways, um. I think that is the question. All right, okay, oh, yeah, look, me. Todd did it. He said play horse friend. Yay. So, oh, I guess you get to you get to play horse no, friend. Whatever. No, and then you take care of the horse for the day.
3: That's
0: nice. I like the idea of a little Tamagotchi pen inside of a browser. That's kind of nice. Make horse friend, not horse enemy. Oh, last question of the night. Are you switching from Geekhead Eagle? I'm finally starting the process. So <laughs> I don't really have time to do that. So that's not necessarily a switch for us. Lots of people on the team use all different tools. Yes, some
1: people on our team use Kaikan. It's more like being
0: able to speak the native language when you're visiting.
1: Bilingual, you want to be bilingual?
0: Trilingual. Um, It's more like being able to speak the language and you go somewhere because we're dealing with so many files and so many things, it's a good idea. And then that is it. Thank you, everybody. 715 on the dot. That's it. Well, we'll see everybody next week. Don't forget to code Women's Day. Have a happy International Women's Day. This has been an Adafruit Production. Jesse May, thank you so much for who's behind the scenes. Thank you, everyone who came by tonight to hang out with us. It was so good to see you on show and tell Bye. as well. Good to be back. Here is your moment of Zener.
3: Good night, everybody.